there are the introverts and the extroverts. So basically, extroverts are the people that are confident about making mistakes. It's not that they don't care. They do care about, you know, speaking in a right way, you know, not making mistakes. But at the same time, if they do make mistakes, they basically don't make this like a big deal. Welcome back, language learners. This is Daniel, the host of this show, in which we try to inspire you and give you some advice for your language learning journey. Thanks for tuning in. Today, you're gonna have an interview with Leo. Leo is a very, very passionate language learner from Italy. He really knows his stuff and it seems to me that his methods worked out quite well, <laughs> as you will notice, by listening to this interview. So we scratched the surface of various topics, such as Leo's English learning journey, the beginning of his German learning journey, extensive and intensive reading, learning with podcasts, learning a language by having fun, making errors in the process of learning, very important, and many, many more things. So enjoy the interview. Oh, and by the way, this episode is again part of the Brave 85 series. For more information, check out for episode 84. But now, without any further ado, let's get to the interview. Hey, what's up, Leo? How are you doing? Hi, hello, Daniel. How are you? I'm, I'm fine, fine, thanks. And you? I'm fine, I'm fine. I am really glad that you made it to my film podcast. Thank you very much, Leo. Well, thank you too for having me. I'm quite happy to be here. So could you please introduce yourself and give us some background info? Well, yeah, sure. Uh, well, I am a lapser, as you know, as you are. I've always wanted to learn English. I'm from Italy and I started learning English so late in life that I don't really know why. So LEP, the Lux English podcast, was like, you know, a treasure to me. So I started from there. And which was your very first episode that you came across? Do you remember Actually, it? Actually, yeah, sure. I was Googling something on the internet because I wanted to find something to, you know, to listen to. And I started Googling something with learning English online or, I don't know, videos or radio programs and stuff like that. And, uh, well, I stumbled upon Luke's English podcast because I found an episode about the podcast from which I don't really remember the, the, the number of the, of the episode. But, well, basically, I listened to that one and then I went back to episode one and started listening from there, from episode one. Hello and welcome to Luke's English Podcast, the podcast for learners of English. This is the very first podcast that um, I've done. And it will be the first of many more podcasts that you'll be able to download and listen to in the future. Let's see. First of all, uh, my name's Luke, uh, Luke Thompson. Now, um, the name Luke can be a little bit difficult for um, learners of English to pronounce sometimes. And uh, I meet lots of people who can't pronounce my name and they, they, they call me Luke 
or maybe luck, uh, but it's not look or luck, it's uh, it's Luke, of course. Um, and um, let's see. Um, well, I just went on and on till. So oh, I Amber. see. So do you have a specific goal in mind when it comes to learning English? Well, yeah, I mean, I do. I have several goals. For example, I think that the most important thing is just, you know, to have fun and uh, to communicate with people. I really like to meet people from all around the world, native speakers and also people from other countries that have learned English. And uh, it is quite interesting to me to, you know, to communicate and to have the opportunity to communicate with all these people. And, uh, well, uh, for the English language, my goal would be to, you know, to be fluent, of course, because this is something that I really care about. And I would love to improve in the four skills, you know, reading, writing, speaking, and listening. But of course, I lack a lot of practice in speaking because where I live, there aren't so many native speakers. So I see, know. I see. Yeah, it's the same here. So what I need more is practice, speaking practice. So you sure. told me that you want to become fluent. Does it mean to you fluent in speaking or fluent in writing or does it consist of every part of the language what exactly well, does it mean to you to be fluent in english well first of all in speaking by this i mean that i would love you know to be able to use the language without thinking and uh, this is something that you get only by practicing the language and uh, Well, as I said, I did. I don't get so many opportunities to speak the language with other people. So when I communicate in English, you know, sometimes I get blocked. I get, you know, I stumble upon words, and uh, there are times in where I really have to concentrate to think about what to say, which word to use, and stuff like that. But writing is also really important. This is something that I really want to master even more because writing gives you the opportunity, you know, to think about what you are writing, what you are trying to say or to express by, you know, by writing, of course. And, uh, but of course, you have all the time that you need to think and to elaborate and to to see if what you are expressing is right, uh, grammar-wise, and also in the kind of expressions and ways to express your thoughts, you know? Yeah, I see. And it also depends on what you're trying to communicate, to express, and also which kind of text you are writing. For example, if you are writing emails, if you are writing a novel or maybe you are just writing on WhatsApp to one of your friends. It depends. Yeah, this is quite interesting because, I mean, you mentioned in your audio message in the competition, you mentioned that 80% of the English that you learn comes from basically from Luke's English podcast. So it is input-based, but... 
you mentioned that for you it is really important to become fluent in speaking and also writing but nevertheless you have an input-based learning strategy could you maybe explain yeah, why sure, sure. you chose that method well i chose the um, input-based language learning because i think that in language learning it is really really important to do for the most at least to do what you like so and something that i really like doing is listening to podcasts and you know just spending time with the language this means of course movies learning by reading books by basically getting exposure to the language and uh you know but also with this it is so important to speak i mean fluency is something that i really believe that that is important in a at least at some point in your language learning experience because the most important thing is just to get across to the other person you just need to, com to communicate as luke says it is not about perfection but about communication, about connection. So, and uh, this is something that I really share and uh, I really believe that it, that it is important to keep in mind while, while speaking a language because you start speaking a language not just because you need it, but also be because you want to communicate with other people, you want to have fun. It's all about the experiences that you can get from speaking in this case, English. But it goes for every language that you are learning, in my opinion. Yeah. It's quite, but, but it is quite important, you know, to keep in mind to, to have a very exact view of the reasons why you're learning a language. And well, as I said, having fun is, in my opinion, one of the first reasons. And why did you choose to participate in the Whisper Lab competition? So was it just to have fun or did you have to come out of your comfort zone maybe? Well, uh, the Whisper Lab competition was, was something that I really wanted to participate in because, you know, since I discovered this podcast in 2016, I don't know. I always hope to be able to have a conversation with Luke. It would have been really nice for me, you know, a nice experience, something really enjoyable. And of course, in, back in 2016, uh, I wouldn't have been able to keep a, con a conversation with, with anyone because I wasn't able to speak English. And, uh, also, understanding the language was quite difficult back then. Uh, well, basically, the yeah, as as you said, uh, the Whisper Lab competition. In order to participate in that competition, I had to step out of my comfort zone. Of course, I had to because you know, being confident while speaking another language, I think that is something that really is shared between all the English learners because. Of course, if, if you have been studying the language for like, I don't know, six months maybe, or maybe even less, at that stage of the learning process, it is quite difficult to 
be confident. I know many people who have struggled for learning learning English. Well, basically, they all told me the same thing, that when you are a beginner and also intermediate or upper intermediate levels, they always struggle with the spoken language because being confident is something that is not shared by everyone because there are two kinds of you know of learners there are the introverts and the extroverts so basically extroverts are the people that are confident about making mistakes it's not that they don't care they do care about you know speaking in a right way you know not making mistakes but at the same time if they do make mistakes it, they well they basically don't make this like a big deal you know what i mean yeah. just you just they just like to learn from their mistakes and they basically basically learn by make, making mistakes by error and uh, well the introverts are like me for example are the people that like to start speaking the language after many months or maybe years of <laughs> studying it yeah. you know when you have already acquired a very big passive knowledge of the language. But at the same time, you know, speaking should be something that you do from the get-go. This is my opinion. Why? Just because English is a tool, as Luke said many times. This is something that you use. Of course, it is. maybe it's, it, it's never going to be perfect, but it doesn't matter. You just have to go out there, uh, get out of your comfort zone and just start speaking, making mistakes, doesn't matter, but just have fun while speaking with people and you will eventually get better. And do you think for the beginners, is it a good method to record themselves maybe because they are intimidated to speak up in the beginning? So maybe they could just record themselves to get their practice? Well, yeah, I mean, I do. This is something that I also do sometimes. Uh, I think that this is an exercise that is quite good at any stage of the learning process. Because when you record yourself, you start noticing all the mistakes that you do, all the, maybe you want something that you would like, you know, to improve. Maybe something about pronunciation or maybe about grammar or the way that you express yourself. I mean, there are many things that, you know, you could really take count of. And uh, basically, by listening to yourself speaking, you get a view from the outside. I mean, how do you sound to other people? This is something that we don't really get the opportunity. We don't always get the opportunity to, you know, to get because it is very important to be clear in my opinion this is the most important thing when you speak english the other people should understand what what you're saying what you're trying to communicate well yeah basically that that was to say that yes i do agree with uh, this kind of exercises is quite useful at any stage okay yeah i think that you really know what you are talking about i mean <laughs> you are obviously a great language learner and 
I am curious if you ever <laughs> if you ever had the idea to start out your own podcast maybe well yeah i mean i did and that's because i discovered luke's english podcast of <laughs> course i mean uh, luke was the one who inspired me on so much on the language learning process on all of all of this basically you know having my own podcast or as i was thinking also about you know um maybe a youtube channel or something just something that i could do in english maybe not alone it would have also be very nice to have the opportunity to do something with another maybe another learner as me or maybe a native speaker i don't know it also depends on what kind of subjects were going to be you know treated on this podcast or channel The reason why it sounds like that I know stuff about how to learn English is just because I have read so many articles, I've watched so many videos on the also on the psychology of language learning because this is something that I'm really passionate about. I really like not only to learn the language but also to make it as fun as possible, something that you really enjoy doing. So this is why for example sometimes I had the opportunity to use the language for like maybe three, four hours. I mean for a native speaker maybe this sounds like a joke but for me that's like maybe two, three years ago I wasn't even able to you know to keep up <laughs> with the listening part. Let's just not speak about the spoken language because for me yeah. it, it was like a nightmare, really a nightmare. And then, you know, I started learning also and reading also about how to cope with the psychological part because you're going to fail. Basically, that's the thing. This is something that we should all accept. We are going to fail so many times by making mistakes, of course. But in the end, it, it's not a big deal. This is something that it is normal to the learning process something that you shouldn't really care about you should start learning from your mistakes but they shouldn't get to you you know because i used in my for example especially at the beginning i used to get you know like so self conscious about my mistakes that i always used to get blocked you know to stumble yeah. upon words to you know not being able to you know to say neither <laughs> two words in the language i don't know for a reason or another i was blocked at that point for like the first two years of my english learning were like a nightmare to me because and that's one of the reasons why i decided to focus more on the um exposure to the language you know just I by see, reading yes, yes. and listening have you ever heard about steven krashen well <laughs> yeah i mean he's a kind of a legend you know yeah. on the <laughs> learning community and i've studied some of his articles and i really really like his work basically This is one of the reasons why I decided that 
I should do more reading because reading now is like for me the key, you know, for cracking the code, basically to understand how the English language works. And the more you read, the more you develop, not, I mean, you develop so many things, your vocabulary, your understanding of the language, your grammar, because you get so much exposure. And also the written word is so much more complicated than the spoken word, you know, because the way that we speak also in, in our native languages, of course. For example, as for me in Italian, when I speak, I, I use a really small range of words. But if I read a book in, in Italian or in any language, the number of words that are going to be used in that text, like maybe, let's do an example, The Lord of the Rings. If I were to read yeah. The Lord of the Rings in English, I would be exposed to, to a very huge amount of words, right? But if we speak, we use like a small percentage of that amount. Of course. And then you focus on the new vocabulary words and you try to learn them. Or how can you remember by just reading to a lot of content? Well, and that, and that is really something interesting because this is something that I like to do and, you know, to keep this practice of extensive reading and intensive reading and the same can be applied to listening what i mean by this is that extensive reading and listening is basically is something that you do for very long periods of time but basically you start listening to something and you you just enjoy it you know as long as you want you like a book you start reading this book and over time you know, you get so much exposure to the language just by reading or listening. But when you do the intensive uh, reading or listening part, basically you just focus on a very small part of the, of the text, maybe a page, maybe two pages, and or maybe a very small section of uh, an episode of a podcast. You start listening to three minutes of this podcast, and also, if you have the transcript, it, it is even better, you know. You focus on the language that is used in this particular part, and you start examining the language. You start noticing all the different grammar points. You start noticing all the different words that are used or the expression, the idioms. Maybe you start also trying to get the vibe that this kind, this particular kind of text that you are trying to study is giving you. So it is quite important to, you know, to do both of them, in my opinion. Exposure just by a longer period of hours, just by, I don't know. It also depends on you, on how much time you have, for example. And how about you? What do you prefer? Or do you do both methods equally well no in my opinion it is almost impossible to do them equally because you know uh, extensive for, let's let's just take the listening part if i were to listen for example to an episode that's 
lasts for about two hours. I mean, I could listen to the to the episode, but you know, starting st- uh, to examine the the entirety of the, this episode would be really <laughs> something long. I mean, it would take ages. So no, no, no. This is something that you do only for a particular part of the episode, like maybe one minute or two minutes. In my, in my case, I usually go with three minutes. Okay. And do you use the transcripts of Luke's English podcast or do you just listen to it and maybe you write it down or how do you go about it? Yeah. Well, with LEP, I usually just listen to the episode. And then from there, I, you know, I try to write down everything that I listen to. After this, if I have the transcript of the episode, I will just check that what I have written is correct. But, you know, apart from that, I mean, I think that the most important thing that you really need to do is just having fun. So this is something that takes a really, you know, a little bit more of uh, focus, concentration, and, you know, this is hard work. It, It also depends on which are your goals. For example, if you, if you want, for example, like me, if you would like, you know, to get better over a smaller period of time, I think that this is something that should be, you know, done because it really boosts your English. Okay, great, great. By any chance, do you have any recommendations when it comes to reading a book? So there are many, you know, there are many books that are graded for English learners that are really useful because the number of words and uh, also the grammar that is used in these books are different from A1 level, A2 level, and then all the way up to C1 and C2 level. And uh, these are graded um, reads, like, for example, I don't know, uh, about two weeks ago, I bought a book that is rated for C2 levels, and you get the CD, you know, the audio recording, of course, with the book itself, you know, and uh, paperback. And they are divided in different levels, and they are quite good for language learners because you get exposed to something that, that is not, you know, not too much difficult for you. Because the, also the, it is quite important to choose something that is suited for your level. Uh, a little bit about your, above your level. Not like, for example, if I were on A2 level, I wouldn't read something for C1 level sure. because it would be so tiring. You know, I would get tired and maybe bored and I wouldn't stick to it. So, and this is what, why I said that you should do something that you like. For example, I know people that prefer watching videos with subtitles, like watching movies with, with or without subtitles, and then over time get better just by using those. In my case, I prefer to get exposure to a wider range of 
you know, of materials, like, for example, as I said, of course, books, movies, and of course, podcasts. So as we know, as we all know, LEP is my favorite one. And yeah, I mean, all those things combined together, using all these kind of methods also allow you to get exposure to different patterns, different grammar points. I just wanted to mention that if I don't really get a grammar point, if I have difficulties on getting something and read not only the meaning, also how it is used in, in which ways something can be used, like a grammar point. In that case, I'm going to refer to a grammar book, like, for example, uh, English Grammar in Use, that I think all every language learner knows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. <laughs> and also, you know, also online, there are many websites that can really give you, you know, a hand when it comes to grammar, pronunciation, um, all these things. Do you know about the internet page called Youglish? Youglish. Y Youglish. No, I yes. don't. Actually, It's... I don't. It's a website which gathers actually YouTube videos. You can type in, for example, and then it shows you all the videos in which people speak, for example. And then you can learn the different ways how people are expressing, for example, in a phrase. Things that you like. For example, beer. For example, I want to share with you one new development. It could be a podcast, for example. It could be a phrase, actually, or singular words. It doesn't matter. But it gives you an idea how people in real life or in speeches or politicians or whatever, how they pronounce the words. And it can help you to, yes, to get more exposure to whatever you want. But it shows you only the, the little bit that you, you want to focus. Ah, nice. I mean, And it is nice. also available for German learners, by the German way. German learners. Ah, okay. As a matter of fact, I know that you are learning German as well, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is correct. Yeah, I am. I started not so many weeks ago because so I'm really, really a beginner. So, of course, I wouldn't be able to, you know, to hold a conversation right now. But I'm quite confident that in some months I will. I don't know at which level, but I think in some months I will be able to communicate, at least on daily matters, daily things, okay. something that you do daily. So, And yeah. what's the plan? So have you already discovered a good podcast in German? <laughs> like the, well, the, the version in German, Luke's English podcast, maybe Lukas Deutsch podcast, or I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah. no, not Lukas, but actually there was a guy from, that is also a lapster and... Well, basically, he has this German podcast that is for, of course, for German learners. And it is called Auf Deutsch Gesagt. Well, I started 
listening to that, but of course it is at a for B2 level and above, so it is quite difficult for me right now. But it is also a really good way for me or for, you know, for, in order for me to see my improvements because I tried listening to this podcast like two weeks ago, one week ago, yesterday. And so I am understanding more and more of the language as the, the time goes by, you know. The more that I study, the more that, that I get exposure to the German language, in this case, the more I start noticing things, grammar structures, vocabulary. At the beginning, I was able to understand something like maybe, let's say, 10%, maybe even less okay. of what he was saying. Now I feel like I'm able to understand about 40%, maybe even 50%, because this is in this podcast, it'll really enunciate what he says. So it is quite clear, you know, yeah, to understand. This is really wonderful because, I mean, you just said it, that you are still a beginner. And, and here you are, you are listening to a B2 uh, German podcast. And, and now you can understand 50%. I mean, this is incredible. This is, this is really great. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, I... This is something that I can do now because I've, I've got some experience in English learning. So now that I have you know, studied uh, English to a certain point, and even though I would love you know, over time to get better and better, I have acquired some experience in language learning. So I know what works for me and what doesn't. Because there are so many things that you can do while studying your target language. There are so many things that you can, you know, apply that not everything is going to work for you because we are all different. There are people that, for example, are better when they listen. They are better learner. They understand better. They acquire, they assimilate the language better when they listen. And then there are people that, for example, are more visual. So in this case, reading is quite important. But in any case, reading is important. So, uh, I mean, we were talking about Stephen Krashen. So, and basically what I, something that really, I really liked about uh, one of his videos uh, what, uh, is that basically what you should do is just make yourself a cup of coffee of good coffee pick a book of your target language that is suited to your you know to your actual level maybe let's say a b1 b2 doesn't matter and ju just you know start reading to that book and also if you have got uh, you know the um, recording of the book it is even better you know maybe if it is an audiobook audiobook with the paperback edition you can listen and at the same time read the same thing yeah and then this yeah. is quite powerful this is quite powerful because if you apply all these different techniques that we have talked about earlier this is quite powerful i mean these are of course not my ideas these are ideas of 
linguists, um, polyglots. Uh, many, many of these ideas are, you know, perpetrated in Luke's English podcast. Luke uh, speaks about them all the time. And uh, he gives plenty of examples and advice on, you know, on how to implement them in your language learning. Yes, I, I love that because by doing so, we can enjoy, we can just do what, whatever we want. And at the same time, we get better in our target language. In my case, I try to watch movies only in English. Only in English. <laughs> cool. So, and uh, for example, what kind of movies do you like to watch? All sort of movies. It could be a crime movie, it could be a horror movie, it could be a thriller, a drama. I have a lot of different tastes. Or it okay. could be a series, a Netflix series. Let me ask you, because just, you know, we haven't known each other for much time. So I don't know how... Did you discover your Luke's English podcast? Well, actually, I can't exactly remember. I always like to just search for any podcast. I, I just listen into a new podcast and see if I like it. As a matter of fact, I began to listen to podcasts many, many years ago. This was a time in which my friends, they didn't even know what a podcast is. <laughs> yeah. I so and there were not that many different podcasts back in the day and and he was one who already had many many episodes so he was i guess the first podcaster who didn't talk in a unnatural way i mean the usual yeah. language learning podcast yes <laughs> so <laughs> like very slow <laughs> yes, so he was really natural and I loved that. So I got intrigued <laughs> and I listened on and off. I mean, I, I was not listening every year to him. There were gaps in between, you know, because yeah, I sure. also love to, to listen to, to many other podcasts. So, so yeah, I, I like that to, to change sometimes my methods or my resources also to to get exposure to different types of english yeah accents of yes course. yes so yeah well basically this is something that i really struggled with especially at the beginning because when i was starting my well basically my journey with the english language Understanding different accents is something that is quite important because when you switch on the internet, for example, you, you go on YouTube and use, I don't know, pod, podcast catchers and you start listening to different people from all around the world, both natives and not. I mean, people that, because there are so many people that are, that are proficient in English, they are so good that they have their own channel or podcast or whatever so it is quite you know quite important to understand as much i mean the most that, that you can so you you yes. start just by listening to one and then you work your way your way up to you know to whatever but it also depends on what kind of accent you are interested in as for me, for example, I really love the British accent. 
So this one of the reasons why I started listening to Lux English podcast because it is also as the same goes, you know, real British English because it is, you know, embedded in his logo. But I also like other accents. For example, I really love the American accent, but also the American ac accent is so I mean, there are so many different accents in America. Yeah. Because definitely. it is huge. The same goes for Britain or maybe Australia. So, you know, the internet is a really powerful, really, really powerful tool, you know, to, to get exposure to all of this. Yeah, I wish we had that possibility back then <laughs> when we were yeah. little, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, say, I mean, we are quite, quite the same age, I think. Uh, well, basically, yeah, I mean, if I, if, when I was little, some, something that I really uh, lacked was, you know, exposure to the language. Because where I live, everything is, is translated in Italian, everything. So the only language that you hear or read here is Italian. If you want to, if you really want to learn another language, be it, you know, English or German or whatever, you can do it by yourself or by taking classes, but it needs to start from you. If you don't make the effort, you're not, not gonna go anywhere. Yes. So that's the thing. Thank you so much, Leo. And this was a great sentence to wrap this episode up. I want to thank you very much. This was really interesting and I'm pretty sure that our listeners can pick a lot of advices from you and implement them into their language learning journey. So thank you very okay. much. Okay. I mean, it was a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Bye. Okay, bye. If you want to hear more than just the handful of people I'm talking to over the next few months on this podcast, then why not listen to Daniel Goodson's podcast, which is called My Fluent Podcast. Daniel is an English learner from Switzerland, and he's also a podcaster documenting his journey with English and also interviewing various interesting people who have a lot to say on the subject, including various members of what we are calling the Brave 85 those Lepsters who didn't make it into the final 16 of the competition. Daniel has been speaking to some of them and the interviews are really great. You really should listen to them. Tons of advice, insights and motivation for your learning of English and just some really great people to listen to. So this is an excerpt of episode 703 of Lux English Podcast and I just want to say that this really, really means a lot to me. So thank you very much, Luke, for your kind words. And I mean, Luke, you helped me a lot by reaching out to the Brave 85 or some of them. And this made it possible to make the Brave 85 series. So thank you very much. I think the first one that Daniel spoke to was Hamid from Pakistan, who's got some really cool things to say. You've got to check out Hamid. He's brilliant. Also, listen to episode 84 of my Fluent Podcast, or should I call it Daniel's Fluent Podcast, um, which was with Alvaro from Spain, from Madrid, who was a fascinating person to listen to, all about how he overcame his stuttering 
But anyway, very interesting conversation. Also, you must listen to episode 86, which is the Ricky Sandy show. And that's Ricardo from Spain. Do you remember the funny recording that Ricardo sent to me? On that point, actually, listeners, another thing I must say, Ricardo recorded a full-length Ricky Sandy show, and it's it's up on YouTube. I put it on a listener's page on my website, um, teacherluke.co.uk. 